Hey everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. It is our first episode of 2020. So crazy. I know I chatted about it last week that it's a new year, a new decade. I just, you know, I love fresh starts. I love new beginnings. Um, I'm kind of not the best with change, but I do have just so many intentions that I want to carry out this year. And like I mentioned last week, um, you know, I'm a dreamer. I love setting goals, but I also love making them actionable. So if you did miss out on the episode last week, make sure to check that out because I think oftentimes when we do just set goals, they can just become wishes, right? We just write them down and we don't act upon them. But I wanted to chat today a little bit because I feel, you know, maybe some of us started our our goals and our intentions yesterday, right? That first Monday of the new year, whatever it is that works for you, go for it. I just think if you're taking that next step every single day, working your way to move forward, I think you're going in the right direction. And sometimes that direction does take us five steps back, right? And I think we're oftentimes hard on ourselves when that happens, but I think it's something to take note that just understand, you know, it's not linear, right? It's not this straight line up. It oftentimes is like a roller coaster. There's upside down, there's backwards, there's confusion. And I think it's sometimes just giving ourselves the credit to know that we're moving forward. We are taking steps forward and creating actionable plans to, you know, get us to achieve those goals, those dreams, everything that we desire for ourselves. But some of us might just be like, where the heck do I even start? Um, I know for me, when I first started, whether it was my fitness journey or my business or even my relationship, I found myself really um, paying attention to other people's lives, if that makes sense. I think it's easy now with social media to dive into what other people are doing, really take account on, okay, this is working for them. I, it must work for me. You know, They're very successful or she's an incredible mom. I bet if I carried out her daily plan with her kiddos, I would have that same routine. It's just easy to fall victim of setting up our day according to what we're seeing for other people. And I've, I've fully fallen victim of this. Um, I have tried meditating. I've tried journaling. I've tried, you know, that morning routine. I've tried the evening routine, all of it, everything in between just to hopefully achieve, um, some sort of a success with some sort of routine that was working in my life. So today I wanted to chat a little bit about my current morning routine, about how I set up my week, um, and maybe hopefully give you a little bit of tips and tricks to take away, or maybe things that you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, I definitely can't take, I can't add that into my life. Or I can't do that. Um, but you know, just kind of starting to maybe evaluate and reflect on where you're at. Um, I know a lot of us, especially with the beginning of the year, we set out for all of these, these goals, right? These resolutions, maybe it is intentions, maybe you've created a plan. And we oftentimes get hard on ourselves if those things don't fall into place right away. Or maybe we try and change our entire daily routine right away, right? So it's the first Monday of the new year, or it's January 1st, I'm going to 
wake up at this time, do this, meal prep, uh, get my workout in, workout in at this pl- this time, whatever it is, or you know, I'm going to wake up, play with the kiddos. You, know, you start creating these intentions in your head, but then if you have one day that you fall off or one day where it just seems like a hot mess, sometimes we're hard on ourselves and sometimes we either give up. Um, hopefully, you know, we figure out that we need to reevaluate and maybe make some changes. Hopefully, we also realize that not every day is going to be perfect and not every day is going to go according to what we have planned. You know, like I said last week, expectations versus reality. So today I wanted to chat a little bit about my morning routine, how I go ha- go about setting up my week. Um, so first and foremost, I have fully struggled with morning routine. I used to be somebody who was great at night. I, I was very productive at night, um, especially through college. I feel like that was just my time. I was great at studying at that time. Maybe it was because the world was kind of shut off at that point. And so I felt like there was nothing else really pulling me away from my work or from my focus point. And I think that's the first thing to establish for yourself. Are you somebody who's more productive in the mornings? Are you more productive at night? When are you most creative? When are you the most attentive? Um, Whether it's communicating with other people, whether it's spending time on your own, I really do think time on your own is valuable, but also has to be in a place when you can be at your best self. So mine used to be nighttime. Um, Now that I have transitioned into a marriage, into you know, Casey gets home from work and I do want to spend some time with him. I have noticed that my, the time that I have the best uh, mindset for myself, for my creativity is the mornings. I started falling victim actually of setting my alarm earlier and earlier and earlier. I was getting up about 3.45 in the morning, 4 a.m. just because that was my creative time. And I really felt overwhelmed when I started to send out emails and the emails started funneling back in, if that makes sense. So I was like, okay, if I get up at four, I can start to attack emails. I can start to attack direct messages. I can start to really, you know, get on top of my day before people can start responding back. But that just kind of dug me into this hole of really trying to get all of this work done super early in the morning, never showing up for myself first. And then I was almost burnt out. Like it would be, 8, 9, 10 a.m. and I hadn't done anything but quote unquote work, right? Or starting to either serve others or get things checked off the list. And I just felt burnt out. I felt like I was waking up with anxiety, like trying to beat that clock. And so that's when I was like, okay, I need to establish a morning routine. So obviously, you know, I did what you guys are doing right now. I listened to a ton of podcasts, read a ton of self-help books, and everybody really emphasized morning routine. But again, I was picking up on what other people were doing. So it was wake up and meditate or wake up and do yoga or wake up and go outside and put your feet in the grass to ground yourself or, you know, wake up and get moving because that's the best thing to do. And so I started all of a sudden trying to do all these things at once. And some of it, I was like, okay, I'm going to meditate this week. Okay. That didn't work. Okay. I'm going to journal next week. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, I'm going to get up and do a quick seven-minute hit routine. Okay, that didn't work. So my first fault was not sticking with it long enough. Anything that is new has obviously not become a habit yet. So it's going to feel a little bit awkward. It's going to feel a little bit out of routine. It's it's not a habit. So it's something that I have to act like actually wake up and create action to do it, if that makes sense. And it was throwing me for a loop because I wasn't connecting with what I was doing. And I didn't really hone in on me and how do I work. And for me, I am definitely a person with a lot of emotions, um, happy, sad, you know, and not unstable. I mean, I guess I'm 
I can say that about myself. I don't think I'm unstable, but I do often feel like I need to get my thoughts out. I need to get my emotions out. And I am guilty of sometimes putting that onto Casey. I need to also recognize that he's different than I am. His love language is different. His communication is different. And sometimes I, you know, he'll wake up in the morning and instantly I'm trying to create conversation and think out my thoughts. Well, what I was realizing is I was just waking up with a lot of thoughts and a lot of emotions. So now what works for me is a form of journaling, but kind of just writing a letter to myself essentially. So whether I wake up and it's just, oh gosh, you know, I, I'm, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. And this is within the first, you know, 20 minutes of me waking up. But I think a lot of us, if we don't touch our phones, we can recognize our mindset. So take a couple steps back before I even started a morning routine. I got really frustrated because I was obviously trying to do everything at once. So I took a step back and I was like, okay, every single morning, wake up, wash my face, brush my teeth, make my bed. That's everything that I do before I even go downstairs. And that now is a habit. I think for a lot of us, we wake up, brush our teeth, wash our face, you know, whatever it is. But I was noticing that sometimes I was going downstairs, letting the pups out, maybe, you know, putting on some coffee or whatever it was. And I just, it was kind of like, okay, wait, now I need to go back upstairs, you know, whatever it is. So now it's just wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, make my bed. And that's as simple as it was. Um, especially, you know, I've opened up about it, especially after our miscarriage, I was in a very dark place where nothing was going to be routine. Nothing was going to feel normal. I was in a state of emotion that I just couldn't really process. So I had to keep telling myself, okay, these are actionable steps I can take. These are things I can check off my list. So Some of you might be like, all right, do that every day. I, you know, press on. Awesome. But some of us, I think, pat yourself on the back. If you're waking up every morning, brushing your teeth, washing your face, making your kiddos lunches, putting a pot of coffee on, awesome, great. But a big thing I was missing was serving myself because I was then going downstairs, making Casey's breakfast, making his lunch, making his coffee. And I thoroughly enjoy that, but I just wasn't even taking the time to process anything for myself. I was putting on other people's podcasts. I was putting on audiobooks and just starting to fill my brain with other thoughts, other actions, um, other things that I think we were dictating my mindset for the day, if that makes sense. It was helping to establish my mindset before I was even to even able to establish it myself. And this was all unknowing to me. I didn't recognize that I was letting outside sources influence my mindset before the day had even started. So now I've extended it. I wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, make my bed if Casey's out of the bed. And then I go downstairs. I have two morning devotionals that I read every day. It's just one page each takes me maybe three to five minutes. Then I open up my journal and I kid you not, I just literally write a letter to myself. And sometimes it is whether I, what mindset I'm in. Sometimes it is all right, you know, I need to change things up. I'm struggling this morning. I feel like I'm not going to be present presentable as my best self. Sometimes it is, oh my gosh, yesterday was such a great day. I had such an awesome, awesome workout. You know, I woke up and it's just reflecting back on the day before, but it's just a little letter to myself. Um, sometimes it is my, like the last obviously few weeks, it has been more focused on 2020. It has been more focused on, okay, if these are my goals and these are my intentions, what can I do every day? And maybe it's that day just writing out in my journal. Okay. I have so many things I want to get done today. I feel so energized to do it, but how should I maybe start? You know, how should I maybe tackle the day? So that's where my journaling is. Oftentimes people love journal prompts. For me, they stressed me out just because I wasn't able to be in a creative mindset, um, 
from somebody else's prompt, if that makes sense. I really need to establish my own thoughts. So that's what I have been doing. And then I fill out my planner for the day hour by hour. So on Sundays, I fill out a little sheet that's called priorities, needs, and wants down on the show notes. I will put the link for exactly the ones I buy. They are by Emily Frisella. I'm absolutely in love with them. So I have a priorities, needs, and wants sheet that on Sundays I fill out. So, okay, what are my priorities that I need to get done this week? I have to get these done, but then what are my needs and what are my wants? Oftentimes my wants are things like, Hey, it would be great to go get a pedicure. Sometimes those are priority, you know, let's be honest, but sometimes it's just like, Hey, that would be an awesome thing I want to do. Or, you know, I want to go on a date night with Casey, things like that. So I write down everything and then I go through my planner and figure out, okay, where do my priorities fit in? This is another thing that has been a huge game changer for me. And I think it is, it starts right away from my morning is I only give myself two to four priorities per day. At first, I was giving myself a list for the week and just seeing how many things I could tackle each day. And sometimes on Mondays, I had this overwhelming anxiety of, oh my gosh, can I get everything done on my to-do list today? And I think it's just because I saw the list. And so it was like, oh, here it is. I may as well start tackling things. But then I was kind of half-assing things. I was putting some effort over here, some effort over there, and just nothing was really getting done to the best of my ability. And the harder things that I really wanted to get done were kind of just getting shoved to the end of the week. So now if I really focus on two to four, it's usually honestly two to three things that I can really focus on every single day and prioritize, it just ends the day feeling so much more accomplished, if that makes sense. So I fill that out on Sunday. And now every single day, what I do is I look through, okay, here's my list of priorities. So whatever day it is, I'll look to see what I've tackled so far. And then hour by hour, I fill out where I can fit things in. So since I have a handwritten planner, I can obviously see when I have appointments already for the day. Hey, if today I have three appointments, I can probably only get maybe two priorities done. So let's only give myself two. If I end up having extra time, awesome. But this is where I fill things out hour by hour. Again, expectation versus reality. Uh, You know, last week I had everything all planned out. Things were awesome. Well, then I had ended up sitting at Les Schwab to get new tires for four hours, which was very unexpected. So give yourself a little bit of grace when life does happen because life will happen. But again, by establishing that mindset in the morning, establishing actionable plans to help you achieve these goals that you have for yourself, achieve these dreams that you have for yourself can really be beneficial. So that was a big thing for me was taking away my to-do list, the entire to-do list, and breaking it down to my priorities, needs, and wants, and then giving myself a few things to tackle each day. And then one thing I've now started doing, this is very recent. So again, you can have that end image of what how organized you want to be or how many habits you want to have, but give yourself time. This has been something I've been working on for over a year, and I'm now slowly implementing more, you know, a little bit more each month per se. So once some things have become habits, I can now establish more. So waking up, brushing my teeth, washing my face, making the bed, that's a habit. That's not something I have to think about now. Waking up, doing my morning devotionals, my journaling and filling out my planner, that's a habit now. It's not really something that I have to think about because it's now just part of my routine. But what I've started doing now, again, adding a little bit more, is I actually plan out our weekly dinners. So some of you, you might be like, oh yeah, I already do that. Awesome. It has been a game changer for me. So I plan out our weekly dinners and that also helps me with grocery shopping. So it helps me with what am I getting at the grocery store? 
I don't spend extra money on random stuff, which I don't know about you guys, but budgeting is a hard thing for myself, but it's also something that we do really want to tackle in, in 2020. I mean, that's a huge intention of ours because finances are hard and it causes a lot of stress and it causes a lot of pressure on relationships. And so one thing I can do is I love being in the kitchen. So being a little bit more intentional about, okay, what are we actually making this week? Do I need a Costco size bag of, you know, X, Y, Z, or we'll just getting a smaller one from the grocery store, you know, be, be fine. So that's been a big thing for me is writing out our meals for the week. Um, and then, scheduling in my workouts. So I've always scheduled in my workouts in terms of breakdown per hour. So like if I'm filling out my planner and I know that, okay, I have a workout class I really want to get to at noon on this day. Okay. I won't plan anything around it, but what I've now done is especially with just wanting to be a little bit more intentional about my health goals, not necessarily my fitness goals, but my overall health goals, mental health, physical health, making sure that I am getting in yoga, um, you know, training certain body parts a certain amount of times a week. So now writing out in my planner, okay, this day is legs, this day is upper body, this day is just a walk and yoga, you know, things like that. It really helps me set up my week from a visual perspective. I'm very visual, but also knowing that I'm actually tackling those exterior goals I have for myself. So if your goal is to lose weight this year or put on muscle or create like have fitness and health be a part of your lifestyle, again, one of those actionable steps you can do and you can take in order to reach that goal. So that's kind of where I am at at the moment with my morning routine, my daily plan, my weekly plan. So just to kind of run it by again, you know, wake up, wash your face, brush your teeth. I do love to, you know, have my devotionals, morning uh, journaling. That's also when I do drink about 20 to 30 ounces of water. I do heat it up in the microwave. I like to have um, a little bit of warmer water. It just kind of helps with digestion. So I get, you know, a good 20 to 30 ounces of water in my body right away while I'm journaling, while I'm doing my devotionals, fill out my planner. Um, something I'm attempting to tackle on the end of that is about 20 minutes of just reading, but reading for growth. So whether it's studying for my pre and postnatal certification, whether it's a self-help book, I am trying to do 20 to 30 minutes of just some, some type of reading. Uh, before I go to bed, I really do enjoy just like reading that is so not reality, if that makes sense. So anything to just kind of take me away from reality. I love, I love that before I was reading self-help books before I went to bed and I felt like it was just stressing me out a little bit, a little bit. I felt like it was making me start to think about the next day and how I could tackle things and how I could get better and all of that. And it just wasn't soothing. So that is where I am at, uh, you know, creating that, that, calendar, that schedule for our meals, for our workouts, that is where I am at. If you are somebody who really, really struggles with mornings, if that is just not your time, that's fine. Let your day be a slower start. Maybe create an evening routine. I think a big thing for me has been learning that I am a morning person when it comes to creativity, when it comes to establishing a mindset. Some people love evenings. They journal in the evening. They put on that music. They do yoga or they meditate and they set up their entire mindset for the next day before they go to bed. That is awesome. I would love that because I think it would help me go to bed with that great mindset, ready to tackle the next day, but that's just not me. And I also need to be okay with that. I also need to be okay that right now, meditating causes me anxiety. Um, sometimes, I mean, I'm just now really, really learning to love yoga, but initially I, I couldn't appreciate just being in a selfish moment, a selfish hour 
to just practice yoga. So I think it's giving ourselves some grace, understanding that a lot of it is going to feel awkward. A lot of it is going to feel new. And that is the point of this, right? A lot of us are trying to establish new habits, new routines. So it makes sense that none of this would feel uh, right, if that makes sense. Um, but I think, you know, taking the time to hone in on, okay, when am I the most creative? Okay. When, when do I need to establish a mindset so I can be my best self? Cause sometimes I do wake up with anxiety and I do wake up, um, I don't want to say frustrated towards the day, but not with the best mindset. I, you know, already feel that pressure of wanting to show up for others or show up for Casey or, you know, oh gosh, what are the, the dogs going to do today or whatever it may be. And I don't even allow myself to be in a, a state of happiness. So that's something I would really, really, um, you know, focus on. Again, if any of you are very interested in journaling or if you don't know where to start, like I said, a great place to start is with the letters to yourself. But even before that, one thing I did start to do about 10 months ago is I started writing down manifestations and gratitude. So every single day I would write down the exact same things that I manifested for my future. And I'd write it down as if it already happened. So I, I have a top podcast. I, have, I am an author of a book. I am a mom. I So I wrote things down as if they'd already happened. Well, after writing them down day after day after day, I was realizing, well, okay, great. If these have already happened, how the hell do I actually make them happen? Which was creating me to backtrack, right? So that was also helping me with establishing a little bit more routine in my life, a little bit more habit, because if I want to have a top podcast, I need to take actionable steps to get there. But it helped me in those mornings when I had no idea what the heck to write in my journal. I just didn't know where to start. Well, writing down those manifestations every single day got me a little bit amped for my day, if that makes sense. It got me motivated. It got me excited. So that could be something that could be really beneficial for you. And then I also think writing down your gratitude. What are you grateful for? I wrote that down every single day. And not going to lie, I probably should bring that back into my routine because I think Starting your day every single day with gratitude is so beneficial for that mindset. You know, what are you grateful for? Um, But that's kind of where I think a lot of us go wrong. Um, If you are struggling, if you are going through a hard time, it's okay to feel those emotions. It's okay to be sad or be angry or be frustrated. But I do think it's important to see the flip side of it. You know, I've said this on a few posts. If you follow me on social media, I love how Ed Milet always says, um, I don't want to butcher this. It's, uh, life doesn't happen for you. It happened or life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. So that has helped me, you know, especially with the miscarriage, just kind of figuring out, okay, this didn't happen to me. It happened for me. I might not be seeing why yet, but it is something that it was supposed to happen or, I will be learning from it in some way or another. I don't need to find the reason, but I need to understand that it was something in my life that is moving me forward in one way or another. So that's a big thing for me. And I think that sometimes those are going to be the motivators that are going to help you create those routines in your life, create those habits in your life. So right now, if you feel like you have all these goals and all these dreams, and you're just kind of tackling them from the side, from behind, from on top, everything, cause you're just all over the place a little bit, take a deep breath, maybe get out a pen and paper, write them down on paper, actually take you know, a few steps back and figure out how you can get there and then figure out how you can go about every single day in some sort of routine. Um, one more analogy of this. I don't know if any of you guys are sports players or if you played sports in your, you know, in your life at some point, you know, before you played a game or before you played a match, you had a routine, you had a certain practice that you did. And it was to 
basically any situation you're in. So whether you were at a home field or an away field or a home mountain or whatever it is, you were able to create some some sort of routine, some sort of habits that you always were in a like state of mind that you were familiar with. So that is one thing that I think has been so beneficial about creating a morning routine for myself is that if I'm having a day where I feel out of control, I know that I can come back to this. I can hone in on this little morning routine that I have. If I wake up with anxiety, if I wake up in a bad mood, I can have this moment of a reset and it allows me to go forward and tackle my day the way that I know that I can. So that's all I have for you. I know this is a bit all over the place, but I feel like a lot of people ask about my morning routine and and kind of like this podcast. It's a little all over the place. I'm not going to lie, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I'm creating something that's working for me. And I also understand that my expectations versus the reality of my morning routine is just that. It's a little bit of a hot mess. And that's kind of my life, not going to lie, but I'm doing my best and I'm, it's something that I'm sticking with. And it's something that I've recognized really makes a difference in how I go about the rest of my day. So again, give yourself some grace, know that you will get there, know that you can create actionable steps. Again, if you're a morning person or a night person, allow yourself to be that way. Don't try and change it. Don't try and force it. Just really try and be your best self in that time that you know, you are your best self. So that's all I have for you guys today. Let's make it a great day. I think that, you know, with the new year, with the fresh start, let's not let it overwhelm us. Let's let it excite us. Let's let it create new habits and new routines every single day. Be intentional, create those actionable steps so you can tackle that plan. And I'm here if you guys need anything. Thank you again for tuning in. I'll catch you in the next one. Make it a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.